Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you follow me, twitter.com slash Tuttle or facebook.com slash Tuttle. And if you want to find out all the links pertaining to any of the content or my life, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. I just got done appearing on A Mediocre Time with Tom and Dan. If you like to check them out, they're good friends of mine. I worked with Tom and Dan at Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando for about 11 years. I've known Daniel longer than Tom. The first time I met Daniel was uh, Daniel's dad in Delan. My mom was a baker at Winn-Dixie. And Daniel's dad would come into the Winn-Dixie Bakery. My mom would get there early and cook all the donuts and the bread, stuff like that. But she would also be in charge of cooking all the fried chicken for the day. And Daniel's dad would come in there, get a couple of donuts and, and some fried chicken to be able to take to work. And that's how my mom met Daniel's dad. And they knew each other for a little bit. And I didn't meet Daniel in maybe a couple more years after that when I first started interning at Real Radio 104.1 with the Monsters in the morning. So me and Daniel kind of have that connection. And and that's cool. And me and Tom, Tom, also known as Drunky the Bear, we've been really, really cool and became great friends. We used to do a lot of stunts with each other. And like with anybody that came into the show or the radio station, that I would be competing for mic time with. I, I hate it at first, but when it's all said and done, we became really, really good friends. Hell, the same thing happened when I first met Soul Brother Kevin. We hated it. Well, he didn't hate me. I hated him because I was jealous. He was like the new shiny toy. He was the Buzz Lightyear and I was Woody. And I was afraid that Buzz Lightyear was going to come in and take all the uh, glory away from me. And we ended up becoming really, really good friends. Hell, Kevin ended up being the best man at my wedding. But I had a great time on A Mediocre Time with Tom and Dan. I'm going to start being on their show at least once a week. And I just didn't want it to be me coming on to plug something. I told Tom and Dan that if I came on, I wanted to provide some content be entertaining. And that's what I did today. It went a little off the rails. But if you want to check it out, you can go to their Twitch channel. Just go to twitch.com. I think it's Tom and Dan live. But if you just search Tom and Dan with Twitch, Google it, their channel will come up. It's free. Uh, You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to be a subscriber to see any of their archives. So I'm going to be doing that once a week. I really do think it's a great opportunity for me to be able to be heard by their audience because say what you want. Tom and Dan has built an empire when it comes to putting out content. And I think it's only going to help me out when it comes to my podcast number. Don't forget about the newest feature. I have a voicemail line set up so you can call and leave me any of your questions or comments, whatever you want to say. Hell, if you want to call in and leave a voice voicemail and tell me how much I fucking suck, please do it. You can easily do that by calling 407 270 
407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Well, guys, it should not be shocking, but we are in the middle of one of the deepest and darkest cancel cultures that we've ever been through. We went through it right after Janet Jackson pulled out her boob at the Super Bowl. A lot of radio guys lost their jobs, and radio had nothing to do with that. We've already seen Lady Antebellum change their name. I'm hearing when Dixie is going to be up next, Dixie Cups, Aunt Jemima's changing, Uncle Ben, everything you can think of. Now, if I see any more of these dumb memes or these people being unfunny and unoriginal and telling me, oh, we need to start a petition because Cracker Barrel is offensive, I will automatically unfollow you immediately if you make that joke. And for you people that overpost these memes and stuff, how about you come up with some jokes of your own and try to come up with something funny out of your own brain? Because you guys just overpost and share shit on Facebook and Twitter. And every time somebody's name is trending on Twitter, I will bet you any amount of money, the first post that you're going to see is that goddamn gif or gif, whatever you'd like to call it, of Denzel Washington, you know, grabbing his chest like, you know, he's about to have a heart attack. If I see that one anymore and you follow me and I follow you, oh, I'm getting rid of you. I don't block people on Twitter, but I just might start blocking people that post too many memes. And I swear to God, they need to delete your account immediately. You need to be banned from all social media. If you post a meme or say that a petition needs to be made to change the name of Cracker Barrel because you're offended, fuck you. You might be one of the most unfunny assholes ever to step foot on the internet. The Dixie Chicks announced their new name. For decades, we've known Natalie, Marty, and Emily as members of the Dixie Chicks. But moving forward, they're removing Dixie from their name and will now be known as the Chicks. Now, there's going to be a big story where some woman or female is going to be done dirty, and it's going to be this big women's right movement, and they're going to have to get rid of the Chicks. They're eventually just going to have to switch to and do something like what Prince did and just make it a symbol and you should be fine but I wouldn't be too sure but you're probably not even safe with using a symbol and where were you people do you understand back in the day when the Dixie Chicks well now just the Chicks was basically banned from country music for going against George W. Bush and the Republican Party about the war and the weapons of mass destruction they almost lost their goddamn career and nobody had their backs then And now the other side, the left, Black Lives Matter group, I don't blame them. I mean, if it's really, really offensive and the Dixie Chicks, if they did not want to change their name, they could have stood up. I mean, they made it through that whole ban of not being allowed on country music after they spoke out against the base that roots and supports George W. Bush and the Republican Party. So they've been through tough times. All of the group's social media handles were changed accordingly as well. 
In a recent message from the three women, they thanked a New Zealand duo who also goes by The Chicks for allowing them to share the name. The Grammy-winning singers haven't provided further information on the reason for the name change, but their website currently states, we want to meet the moment. And talk about bad timing. They haven't come out with any new stuff in a while. I think it's been 10 years since they've even come out with a music video, and now all this shit hits the fan, and now they gotta change their name to just The Chicks. Could have been a better name than just the chicks. But, I mean, it may grow on me. Who knows? Historically, the word Dixie has been used in connection with aspects of the South, the Confederacy, and racism. The group's name change comes on the heels of Lady Antebellum changing their name to Lady A as a response to the Black Lives Matter movement. Fans wondered if the Dixie Chicks would follow suit, and it looks like they are. In addition to announcing a new name, the Chicks have dropped a new music video called March March off their upcoming album Gaslighter. This cancel culture deal is getting so out of hand, I wouldn't be surprised if they thought Gaslighter was racist as well too, because you use lighters and gas to burn across, so that could be considered racist. Nothing would shock me at this point. The video opens with the quote, if your voice held no power, they wouldn't try to silence you, followed by scenes of recent civil rights demonstrations. This is the group's first new music video in more than 10 years. So you heard me mention it earlier. They're actually thinking about changing the name of the store here in Florida, Winn-Dixie. When I was growing up, I thought Winn-Dixie was a national chain. And then the older and older I got, I realized, no, it's just a regional thing, mostly like Florida, Georgia area. One of my first jobs was working overnight stock uh, for Winn-Dixie. It was a great job. My cousin actually was a manager, worked his, uh, worked his way up from a bag boy and was doing pretty well with Winn-Dixie. So they're thinking about changing that name as well as Dixie Cups and Plates. Now, I did find this out today and it's a little disturbing and... Out of everything that needs to be changed, I really can get behind this one. And I didn't realize that the ice cream truck song, the ice cream truck song. And to tell you what, I've always questioned and thought ice cream men, ice cream truck owners are a little shady. I automatically think they're all pedophiles and I know I should not do that. But if you're selling ice cream out of a van that's been converted into an ice cream truck, I'm going to keep my eye on you. And you should definitely be put on like some pre-sex offender watch list. Now, I was on World Star Hip Hop today and I found this video and I was kind of like, how the hell? Because it was titled uh, The Racist Background of the Ice Cream Truck Song. And I'm like, how the hell is the ice cream truck song racist? Well, this African-American gentleman walks up to a white guy that is selling ice cream and he's got that stereotypical music playing and he confronts him. And my mind was absolutely blown. All right, friend, let me ask you something. Do you have another song that you can play? We have only one box, man. Only one box? Yeah. Do you know that that song that you're playing, do you know what that song is? I'm not from this country, man. All right, let me help you out. That song that you're playing is called Nigga Love a Watermelon. I had no clue. I am 40 years old. And I had absolutely no idea that this song came from some old racist song back in the early 1900s. And who would have ever thought it was a good idea to say, hey, 
We're going to take that song that's extremely racist. I don't even want to repeat what the title was, but this is an African-American gentleman. So I'm not going to tell him what he can or cannot say or if he's allowed to say the N-word or not. I'm just telling you right now, I don't see how anybody would have thought this was a good idea. That song, listen to me, listen to me. No, this is just melody. No, I need you to understand. That song came out in 1906. Okay. And it's a song about black people. It's a song that degrades black know. people. And what, it, and what it says is... I'm going to sing it for you. This is what it says. It goes like this. It goes, listen to the hook. I want you to hear the hook, okay? Listen, it goes, it goes. Nigga love a watermelon, ha, 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 ha. Listen, nigga love a watermelon, ha, 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 ha. Nobody ever said that racists or white supremacists were great at writing hooks because you just throwing ha, ha at the end. Could they just not figure out a good ending? And they'll be like, hey, let's just laugh at us saying the N word. Ha, 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 ha. I'm telling you now. Okay. All right, so this is what I want you to do. I want you to talk to somebody to see if you can change the music, right? And and when you do it, when you do it, sixty dollars. Okay, listen. When you do it, when you come back here, I'll buy a hundred dollars worth of ice cream from you, and we'll give it to the kids. Sound good? I've been alive for 40 years and I would have never put two and two together until recently. I can't be the only one that did not know that. I'm serious, guys. If, if any of you guys have heard that, please let me know. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail on my new voicemail line. You don't have to give your name or anything and I'm not going to have your number. But if you want to call me, 407 3044 and leave me a voicemail and tell me how old were you when you found that out because me living in the south all my life i am completely shocked that i'm just finding this out today y'all gotta understand if y'all don't take control of your neighborhood when he come back through here if he playing that song when he come back through here then we're going to take it to the town and we're going to take legalities against it and make sure that no ice cream trucks in America is playing this song because they shouldn't be anyway. Matter of fact, I'm going to do that regardless. Also, be always suspicious of an ice cream truck that has no windows and is heavily insulated so you can't hear little kids screaming in the background or you might want to check back there and make sure he doesn't have some chloroform or, or handcuffs or zip ties because like I said, I know it's a bad stereotype to have and I kind of feel bad for the innocent guys that just want to make kids happy and sell ice cream because everybody's got to admit when you look at an ice cream driver you're like that's a pedophile and when we come back here hopefully he's not playing that we can give him a hundred dollars so we can you know what i'm saying get some ice cream for the kids but let me tell you something stop letting these motherfuckers come in your neighborhood and play nigga love a watermelon as they selling your kids ice cream now i'm gonna play a little bit of this song so you can hear how closely it sounds to each other but i am gonna bleep out the n-word i know in this last piece of audio i played he said the n-word but that is also an african-american saying it so i think i'm good on that but with this song i'm just gonna play it safe I could imagine that this is Donald Trump's ringtone on his personal phone. Like when uh, Ivanka or Donald Jr. calls him, this is the song that plays. And he most likely lets it get to the chorus before he picks it up. Boy, 
I have no idea how we became the only superpower in the world. I don't know how much longer we're going to have that title for with our dark past. Holy crap. Nerd, radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. Total Wireless of Palm Bay has the best cell phone plans with no contract. And better yet, you can use any carrier network. Does your service from one of the big guys not work well for you? Are you paying too much? Call Total Wireless of Palm Bay now at 321-499-2565. Or if you're local, stop by and see them at 1851 Palm Bay Road in Palm Bay, Florida. Right now, you can get the Samsung Galaxy A10e for just $29.99 when you port your number over with plans starting at just $25. Need a family plan? No problem. We have four $100 unlimited talk, text, and data. Restrictions apply. Call Total Wireless of Palm Bay now at 321-499-2565. The following portion of Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Charles Manson Family Fun Center. Do you have a family and don't have a clue what to do with them on a Saturday night? Do you know who also had a family and didn't know what to do with them on a Saturday night? Charles Manson. That's who. That's why we created the Charles Manson Family Fun Center. Come see what the compound has to offer with such attractions as the Jeffrey Dahmer Driving Range, Last Up on the Richard Ramirez Rocket Ship Ride, Rehydrate at Ted Bundy's Back Alley Grill, Take a Stroll through John Wayne Gacy's Wacky House of Mirrors. You can always cool off on the David Berkowitz bumper boats or just chill out in the Menendez Brothers Killer Arcade. It's all up to you at the Charles Manson Family Fun Center. You'll love it to death. Alright, welcome back guys. So last night I had one of the weirdest dreams that I've had in a long time and I don't know why. Sometimes when I wake up I wonder why I thought of something while I was dreaming. They say that you can't come up with a face in your dreams that you've never seen before. So my thinking is that something happened throughout the day that reminded me of this. I woke up from a dream where I had a woman that that I maybe had sex with back in the day telling me that I was a father. Now, there's only one situation, one scenario where that could have happened at. It was back when I was on the Monsters. I was only part-time. We were syndicated in West Palm, uh, Melbourne, Sarasota, Fort Myers, a couple of other uh, places. I think Macon, Georgia was another one. But we went down there for a Monster concert uh, down in Fort Myers. Uh, SBK was doing nights on 105.5 The Beat down there. And we went down there for a concert. I was always in charge of playing the music because we tried to do like a radio show on stage. So I would uh, play bits for like Bubba's Correct Me and or one of Savannah's Inside Savannah's Mind. So I had to play all of that music. Well, there was a group that was there and there was a single lady that was there with her friends. Her friends were big fans of the show. And for some reason, I got to tell you, I, I've talked about this before, guys. I didn't have the greatest luck with the ladies until I got on the radio. 
I didn't lose my virginity until I was almost 20 years old. And I I went on a good run there before I met my wife where I had good luck. I was having sex with a lot of women at the time. And maybe one of the dumbest things I could have done after the show was over with, I didn't go with the show because this chick was all over me. Swear to God, she couldn't have been kicking it out any more wider for me and make it apparent, hey, if you go home with me, we're having sex. Well, we didn't really go to her house. I got in a car with a bunch of strangers. I had no idea who they were. I could have easily been killed, could have woken up in a bathtub full of ice with my kidney or liver being gone. Who knows what could have happened? Luckily, I did get some ass that night, as well as finger bang her in the back of this guy's Ford Bronco as we drove to some random trap house. Had no idea where it was at, but it was the only time I went in raw dog. I wore no protection. I was pretty drunk. Maybe had taken some other drugs at the time. And I just, I, I threw caution to the wind, and that always scared me because I pretty much left after about 10 minutes after having sex with her. No condom. Don't know if I ended up busting her. I really don't know. Now, that was a long time ago. Hell, had to be 17 or 18. So if it is my kid or I did have a kid, the kid's almost going to be out of fucking high school. So they can still get me for back child support. But the reason I ended up leaving was Sexy Savannah called me. They were out partying. Uh, maybe, you know, some drugs that you might take at a rave and stayed up all night. And I never, ever heard from that chick again. But every once in a while, I'll think of that because it had me scared to death for the longest time. But then when I did get married, that was always in the back of my head. I was like, oh, crap, I'm married now. I got a house. I'm happy. I got a full-time job at Real Radio. And the last thing I need is some woman coming to me like, yeah, you got a kid. And there's really nothing I could have done about it. I know it was stupid as hell to do. And I definitely dodged the bullet. But I always have that in the back of my head. No matter what, hell, the kid could be 30 one day and they could find me like, hey, guess what? You're a father. What's up, dad? And the funniest part, I ended up having to drive the sexy Savannah all the way back up from Fort Myers to Orlando in the Freedom Jeep. If you guys were a listener of the Monsters, you know what the Freedom Jeep was. Savannah bought this Jeep, never put the top on it, poured like a motherfucker down in Fort Myers. So basically had to drive all the way from Fort Myers to Orlando in a truck that was basically waterlogged. Savannah wasn't in the best shape, not not physically, but maybe, you know, she was out of her mind at that time on some other party substances. Stopped and got her a double stack at Wendy's. I'm looking over to the right as we're about to merge onto I-4, and her face, she passed out in her goddamn double stack, and I think she would have been that way until we got back to Orlando if I wouldn't have gave her a courtesy tap and said, hey, Are you breathing? I don't want those pickles to suffocate you. So yeah, that was a hell of a time. A lot of great stories from that time. I know I'm kind of blowing Savannah in. She blocked me on everything, so I really don't think she cares for me anymore. So what's there to lose? If you live in Sierra Madre, you live with bears. If you live in Orlando, you're used to living with a different type of bear, if you know what I'm saying. They are common visitors in the neighborhoods pressed up against the San Gabriel Mountains. But Monday 
One bear did something you rarely hear about. It attacked a 19-year-old woman who had fallen asleep in her backyard. The bear really viciously started to scratch her and then started to bite into her. And the only thing she could do was to grab her laptop and start hitting the bear with it. See, now this is the only time you want old equipment, like one of those old style when they first came out with laptops, because they built them thick and sturdy back in the day. You would be shit out of luck if you had one of those MacBook Airs, the ones that are really thin. They don't even have the big hard drive in it. It's got the solid state drive. You would have a very difficult time fighting off a bear with a MacBook Air. And that managed to break the bear loose and she ran inside. Captain Patrick Foy of the California Fish and Wildlife Department says that woman is now home recovering from the attack. Investigators collected bear DNA from the woman's wounds. I can see it now. They're getting DNA. You're going to have an innocent black bear that's going to go to jail. Black bear lives matter, people. Black bear lives matter. And are now checking to see if it matches that of a bear they trapped yesterday in the area. I mean, of course you would need DNA because all black bears look alike. If that bear does come back a positive match to the bear that attacked and, and bit this young woman, it would be euthanized in the interest of public safety. Now, wildlife attacks may be rare, but seemingly less so this year. California has seen a higher than normal number of dangerous animal interaction. See, I know exactly why this is happening, because I've been reading all types of stories where animals are coming back and taking over these high populated areas because not a lot of people are out driving. A lot of people are staying inside, so they're getting more daring. They're going out, they're getting more confident, and they're going to just go in places where humans are usually at, around homes. This is why you're getting more animal attacks right now. It grabbed my backpack and then went up in a tree. What, were they interviewing this guy at an in and out drive through It sounded like somebody taking your drive-up order through the speaker. We've had uh, three mountain lion attacks in California since January, and we've had one coyote attack in Orange County and this bear attack uh, two days ago. It's not something that's common. Meantime, the nearby Chantry Flat hiking area is packed with people. When asked if worried about encountering potentially dangerous wildlife, this woman shrugged it off. I'm not too concerned. Um, I'm going with a few people, so, um, you know, we're just going to be aware of our surroundings, and this is their home, so just respect it. This bitch might be the safest person on the trail. All she has to do is talk. Every animal in a square mile will head for the hills. This week's bear attack coming in the same area where this homeless man was attacked by a bear a year ago. Experts warn bears may look cute, but if you come across one, make yourself big and make as much noise as possible. Do not be timid. If a person is actually attacked, we tell people fight back. Fight back as if your life depends on it. Yeah, how'd that work out for Leonardo DiCaprio and the Revenant? Well, that was a grizzly bear. There's no, you have no chance. You might as well just pray to God and get ready to meet your maker because a grizzly bear is going to turn you into poop. Now, I've been hearing a lot about this in the news, and I still haven't figured out why it's happening. But up in New York and up north, hell, I think it's all over the United States. People are going firework crazy. Now, I don't know if this is stuff that they bought getting ready for the 4th of July weekend, and they're wanting to blow off steam because they've been stuck inside because of this pandemic. But I'm hearing it is like a fucking war zone. It's like shock and awe from the second Iraq war. This shocking video making the rounds 
on social media. It appears to show someone throwing an illegal firework on a sleeping homeless man around 4 o'clock Monday morning. Aw, they were just doing him a favor. They were trying to burn off all the COVID-19. I'm sure that poor homeless man hadn't had a bath in months. As he slept along Malcolm X Boulevard in Harlem. This 66-year-old suffered minor burns, and police are still looking for his attackers. Fireworks seem to be everywhere. Chopper 2 over Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Now, you would think up in New York, like, fireworks would be highly illegal for the public to be able to buy. I know New York has one of the biggest fireworks display every single year during New Year's and Fourth of July. But they don't want to let people own handguns up in New York. So they're going to let people just have explosives that they can shoot off at people. Much the same in Washington Heights and in the Bronx. A constant booming night after night. The big question, why does it seem there is so much more going off weeks before the holiday? It was like the sparkles, and they just went off, off, off. And I went, oh, are you kidding me? That was Tuesday, Wednesday night. Then they're blowing off the big guys. I swear to God, if AIDS could talk, if AIDS had a voice, it would definitely have a northern New York accent like this bitch. According to the NYPD, 911 calls for illegal fireworks are up more than 10 times the amounts from the same period last year, more than 13,000 to be exact. I'm hearing a lot of stories and reading a lot of stories that pets are dying. They're actually scaring themselves to death or they're getting so scared they run away from their owners and get hit by cars. So it's freaking pets out. It's bad enough. I used to have dogs and they used to be terrified on July 4th. Hell, you know what? Here in Florida, they light that shit off a week before and a week after 4th of July. So I could only imagine what dogs have got to be going through. Mayor Bill de Blasio is now set to announce a multi-agency crackdown today on illegal fireworks suppliers. Worried about it. I'm worried that someone's going to get hurt. Now, besides the fact it's a nuisance and, and quality of life problem, I'm really worried that uh, some kid's going to get hurt or someone's going to set something on fire accidentally. Last night, protesters, angry over the fireworks, lined the streets around the mayor's home, honking their horns. We can't sleep, Mr. Mayor. You won't sleep. Oh, so now that's why the mayor is finally cracking down on the fireworks because these people wouldn't let their leader sleep all night long. Now things get done. You see, people, these politicians don't care about you unless it affects them. And it's not just New York City. New Jersey is also getting an earful, and state police say it's become dangerous. Save our forest fire service from that. They've responded to over 700 fires already. They are illegal uh, and should should only be done by those permitted professionals want to support the show go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio pedals daily podcast is brought to you by stitchyouup.com for your embroidery screen printing vinyl and direct-to-garment printing needs visit stitchyouup.com stitch you up specializes in custom caps shirts decals and anything you want to personalize whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery.
All right, welcome back. Final segment of today's podcast, but I wanted to talk about this, and I gotta tell you, if I would have known that this hot-ass bitch, Jessica Layton, would have came out and saved me, I would have went out there right after eating. You know how they say you shouldn't go swimming right after you eat because you'll cramp up? I would have done everything in my power to make sure that I was drowning because this woman, Jessica Layton, who was sunbathing topless, saw somebody was having a difficult time swimming and started to drown. I guess they were in a rip current or whatever. And this hot piece of ass ran out into the ocean topless. Did not even think about putting her top back on. But, you know, if you're going to be a hero, time is of the essence. And she got out there and pulled this person to safety topless. Now, you're thinking, oh, well, if I got saved by a topless woman, she would be a heifer or a hog or a beast, whatever you want to say. This girl is hot as hell. Make sure you Google her, Jessica, just how you would spell it, J-E-S-S-I-C-A, Layton, L-A-Y. T-O-N. So yeah, this 28-year-old woman was out sunbathing. It was at a nude beach. I don't know. I, I don't know how old the person she saved was. I've been out to nude beaches before, and you don't see these type of people at nude beaches. It's usually older people. Stuff is sagging. Gravity is one by now. You don't want to see those people nude. How have I never seen a chick this hot out there sunbathing? And then you're out drowning. You think you're about to die and then maybe one of the greatest moments of your life those big knockers wrapped around your neck as she's pulling you to safety oh my god it would have been worth the risk to be near death to have this woman 28 year old jessica layton pull me to safety and i would have done that whole thing from the sandlot where you act like you got you had swallowed some water or something just so she could give you mouth to mouth Man, she would know that I was not faking it and I would have already been resuscitated because I would have had the biggest boner popping out of my surf trunks and she would have definitely know. Hey, we got him. He's back. We got a boner. He's going to be okay. And with the final story of the day, I would have handled this a lot differently. I don't know why people get so bent out of shape when this happens. This is all on you, buddy. You should have paid closer attention. But it's not worth doing what you did and ruining the rest of your life because you got caught. It's all on you, man. Yes, it is a little shady that some people do this type of stuff. You just got to do all the homework yourself and make sure you're not making this mistake. Police say video from the neighborhood led them to the alleged killer, 18-year-old Orlando Perez, now held without bond. Investigators say Perez had gone home with the victim, 37-year-old Selena Reyes Hernandez, shortly after meeting her on the morning of May 31st. And in her basement apartment in Marquette Park, Perez learned Reyes Hernandez was transgender. Okay, I don't see the big deal here, man. Yeah, I would be a little upset. Depending on how drunk I was and depending on how good she looked, She had to look at least hot and a little bit feminine. Not unless this guy was desperate and he was just going home with a fucking dog. You got to look at the Adam's apple. I'm pretty sure that I could tell if it was a man dressed as a woman. But I have seen some chicks online that are transgender and you can't tell a difference. But who is going to know that you got tricked? Once you found out, don't be rude. You could be a little mad, but it's not worth any violence. Hell, try it out. How do you know you're not going to 
to like it. What are you going to do? Maybe you can get some anal. Yeah, she doesn't got a vag, but there's something for you to hang on to while you're hitting her from behind. I don't see the big deal, people. The offender became very upset. He uh, left the residence. He became more upset, and that's when he came back to the residence and then he brutally uh, murdered the victim in this case. See, now this sounds very suspicious. It sounded like the guy hit it the first time, liked it, and came back for seconds, and then I had a change of mind. I'm just saying, you gotta look at all the angles here, people. Why would you come back a second time? Were you trying to get rid of evidence, or was it so good you came back for seconds? Prosecutors say Perez returned to the apartment a third time, again opening fire on the victim's lifeless body. Okay, you come back for a third time, this transgender must have had some bomb anus for you to come back a third time. Investigators able to track his alleged movements after gathering more than two dozen videos. And police say this image on the victim's phone showed Perez in the residence at his home where the apparent clothes he had been wearing. Listen, I know that I'm making jokes, but this is really sad and this shit should not happen. These transgender people need to be more careful because a lot of these guys, they're macho and it hurts their feelings and they feel like they're betrayed and they gotta be manly and they gotta make up for it. Just be open and honest. I think it's safer for everybody. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna strike out a lot meeting people when you tell them, but it's just safe for everybody. And you know what? You might come across a random guy that's into transgender. Who knows? I've just never figured that out. Like, I know that you're a man wanting to be a woman, but then you want to have sex with men. Now, do you want... Now, I got to tell you, I, let me let me back up here a little bit. Now, if it was a man that was transgender and had the whole thing going on, had the vagina put in place, Adam's apple out, nice boobs, and I didn't know and could not tell, it would not piss me off. I, I really don't think it would because technically it is a woman. It is. She has boobs. Got a vagina. I just think that people are making a big deal of, about this. It's not worth any violence and going to jail over it because now when you go to jail, they're all going to know. Everybody in jail, you're going to be holding pockets when you get into prison because they're going to be like, yep, that dude's in the transgenders. He's mine. And a gun authority say with the same type of bullets used in the shooting. Perez arrested Sunday, the same day marchers gathered in Boystown to raise awareness about growing violence against the transgender community. We can't um, protect ourselves alone. We need the entire community to come together. Authorities say Perez has no prior record. In court, his attorney said he's a senior at Bogan High School and was on track to graduate. Not anymore. He's going to Penn. He's going to the penitentiary. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure you follow me on social media, twitter.com slash Tuttle, facebook.com slash Tuttle. If you'd like to donate to the cause, help me out no matter what it is, even if it's a dollar. You can do that by going to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. All money that's donated, I've been saving it up. I'm going to reinvest it and buy some bigger and better equipment so I can get a better sound for my podcast. I haven't gone out because I'm trying to stay away from a lot of the big crowds and stores because of my parents having secondary issues. So when all this blows over, I'm going to go out and finally get that equipment so I'll be able to give you and provide you better content. If you want to email me, email me Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. And if you get a second, go to my website, Tuttle.net. All right, guys, have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?